0: Hi, I'm Paui, and you're listening to Rappler Podcasts. You're listening to Hustles Inside the Industry, where we talk to professionals and find out how they got here, why they're doing what they do, and what it takes to do it. As always, this is Paui, and I'm concluding our Filipino-American mini-series that, that went with my New York trip. We first had the filmmakers of Yellow Rose, which is now playing on I Want TFC and KTX. And then we had Mike Leopando, he's a senior business analyst for the Milwaukee Bucks. And this week, we have New York City's latest Filipino food spot, Tradition. So that's entertainment, sports, and now food. So joining me today, I'm really excited for this, we have the chef and owner of Tradition. Anton Deret. Hey Anton, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me, Paul. Um, happy to be here.
0: So uh, let's start off with this. In New York City, you know, there's there's actually quite a spectrum, I would say, of Filipino restaurants. You have your classic barrio festa types, and then you have your more modern like gastro pub. So my first question is, where does tradition fall in uh, that spectrum, and what is the overall like philosophy behind tradition?
1: I think uh, I would say tradition falls right in the middle of that. Um, It's not, we're, we're, the reason why we did tradition was basically because it was basically um, we wanted to do food, uh, Filipino food that has, you know, that has traditional flavors, but, you know, but uses better ingredients, you know, but but also comes in a really
0: affordable package. Um, That's basically why we, we wanted to do that, you know. I think the last thing you said was uh, one of the, one of the things that jumped out to me because yeah, I mean it can get really expensive, especially in New York yes, City. Yes, correct. Right. Um, yes. And to all our listeners, you know, I had uh, you know I had the pleasure of being hosted by Anton two weeks ago over there, so I had a great time. The menu is um, almost completely all rice bowls. Am, am I correct? Yes, correct. Yes. Awesome. Why don't you why don't you give give them a taste of like uh, what are some of your uh, your renowned dishes?
1: Number one dish in, in the restaurant is the pork adobo. Um, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, maybe Maybe just because the pork adobo is the most popular or maybe our, our, maybe because our, our adobo is just really good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but the, this, the, this one of the most popular dishes there that's actually the front runner for, you know, especially like the non-Filipinos is sisig. Um, yeah. They, yeah. For some reason, <laughs> for some reason, as long as you don't tell them it's yours, they're they're happy to eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, but I also know. Okay. I mean, this. I I, I might have too much insider info, but yeah. but I, I also hear that the, you're pretty proud of the caldereta too, because that isn't that like a family oh, yeah. recipe of yours.
1: Uh, that caldereta dish is very dear to my heart. I literally, 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 literally ate that growing up. Um, yeah, it was my mom's recipe. And
0: I'm gonna keep that till my dying day. So. Yeah. No, and I think <laughs> yeah. that ties in perfectly with uh, kind of like the name, right? Um, yes. Good. But anyway, let's let's take it all the way back first. I know that you've you've actually had uh, quite a bit of experience already prior yes. to mm-hmm. tradition. Well, also, uh, just just so our listeners know, um, you you opened uh, what month last year? We're aiming to open February February of two thousand and twenty. We ended up opening. Wow. So it's like the happy- first week. So the we very end
1: of opening, the first week of March. Right. And that was that was literally a week before the lockdown.
0: Yes. Lucky so, us. um, yeah. <laughs> we'll go into that uh, a little later, but it's almost yeah. your anniversary. So happy advanced anniversary!
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. Oof, I, yeah. I thank God we're still around. <laughs> Isn't that? That's crazy.
0: But but okay. Yeah. Uh, going all the way back. Um, why don't you share with our audience like what your story is. Um, you know when you when you when you first moved from the Philippines, I, I, I'm sure okay. you started you started over here and um, and how you even went into the food business in the U.S.
1: Okay, so uh, my story really was uh, I was I was originally a basketball player, um, but um, uh, one thing uh, uh, after another followed, and you know that really I found that that really was my my career path. So I actually um, and actually involved myself with food, the food because I really loved eating before. So I really, really wanted to know how to cook. I didn't know I, didn't know I was going to become a chef. I just really wanted to know how to cook. Um, that was back in 2002. And then I started to do like catering, a small, t- small time catering and on the side, you know, but like I knew that this, I Was had, this in Manila? Had,
0: or In the, the Manila, Philippines,
1: at, yeah. In the Philippines, yeah. And, and at, at, at that time I knew that I'd need more arsenal under my belt. So I came. So I then decided to go to culinary school at IceCam around 2005, mm-hmm. and then after that, I needed. I wanted to learn more, so decided to come here to New York to the French Culinary Institute uh, nice. to learn more. And after there, I just snowballed. After that, worked at John George uh, at the Trump, okay. yeah. um as an intern. Uh, at the same time, I was, at the same time, I was doing uh, that in Burikhan and culinary school all at the same time. So wow. i was doing 14, 15 hour days for for like a whole year. Uh, You're at Buddha sorry, uh,
0: Budokan in um yes. Chelsea?
1: Budokan. Budokan, correct. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, so I was doing I was doing John George Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Budokan Tuesday, Thursday.
0: That's crazy, man.
1: <laughs> and after that, we open up uh after that I went to Tabla uh with the with the late Chef Lloyd Cardoz. Um he who uh, god bless his soul died of covid um, he was my mentor he was my real mentor he was he was the one who really grilled me uh, to become the chef that i am today um and after that we after tabla went over to abc kitchen abc cocina mm. stayed there for a while learned a lot from them, another great mentor Amazing. chef dan kluger wow. um and yes yeah, stayed there and then you know that's where it really honed in my taste buds uh, they yeah. really taught me how to do that <laughs> You know, it tastes properly over there. I know? love
0: this stuff. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um uh, and then after that went over went on to Mission Chinese for a couple of months. Wow and then, you,
0: you went yeah. all around, dude. Oh yeah. All oh, the my, best yeah. spots, dude. Mission Chinese, <laughs> yeah, man.
1: Yes, yes. And then after that we opened up Mighty Bowl. Um what, what the I was, I was I was one of the founders there of Mighty Bowl.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: after that, opened up the hive, and now here we are at Tradition.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's
1: so quite, a uh, quite a journey. Quite a journey. Yes, that's uh, that's a uh, that's collectively what? maybe 13 14 13 or 12 right. and a half years.
0: Yes. Sorry, what is uh what is The Hive? That's the only one I'm not too familiar with.
1: So The Hive basically was a gastro is is a is a basically a a gastropub style right. restaurant. Right. Um which, uh, it, it didn't really last uh, because um of covid also. Oh, okay. Um okay. It, we we opened that 2018, I believe, early 2018, mm-hmm. and yeah, it it uh, it failed because of because of uh, um, COVID. Yeah, there's multiple restaurants have you know have uh, failed because of COVID. Yeah, and, it's very and, and
0: we you know um, we're definitely gonna touch on this theme, but you know it's it's interesting. Um, so that particular uh, thing, as you said, is a gastropub. I'm sure the the price point is like much different than tradition, yes. right? And, yes, and the clientele correct. as well, and then and then now correct. that that kind of succumbed. So now let's let's uh, zero in on uh, tradition and kind of um, like what was actually your, your thinking of coming up with it and knowing that you wanted to tackle it uh, the way you did.
1: Well, I didn't really know I was I wanted to take on tradition. Okay. My initial my initial my initial plan was really to put down a put put up a sit. Uh, a, a sit-down um, uh, Singapore restaurant because that's actually what oh. my specialty is. Yeah. Wow. So, um, uh, but there was one time when we left the Hive and we were all drinking here right here in this table in my apartment it was Joey, myself and Bianca yeah, yeah. we're all drinking here and we were like well, why don't we put up a Filipino restaurant? And yeah, that might be a good idea but you know, of course, we over over drinks. You know, who knows it was knows it was going to be true or not. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Of course. The next day comes. Uh, we, I was a little bit hungover. We were looking for palabok to be delivered. There was zero. Right. Nobody delivered palabok yeah. to in in the whole city. So that's when we really wanted to. That's when. I, that's when we really. You know. That's when we really. You know. Put the wheels on on tradition and really wanted to do it. Um, yeah, uh, and then. Uh, Talking about like the the approach of Tradition. Um bowls um, because because I've opened up Mighty Bowl, I knew how profitable that c- that could could that could be. I know the potential of of those things, and it it helped actually that we did really uh, we we actually decided to go with that platform because guess where we are right now? We're in this pandemic.
0: Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Oh my god! So stroke <laughs> of luck, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and and you know it's, again shout out. Shout out to Mighty Bowls because you know I I enjoyed that while while living, um over there. That that isn't like particularly a Filipino spot, right? The whole charm of no, Mighty it's not. It's like yeah, different.
1: I mean, it's a it's a it's a, it's it's literally ran by Filipinos, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. In, in the kitchen, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It was myself and like it was basically like maybe that that st- the staff there was basically like, what maybe ninety percent Filipino, if not mistake, yeah, sure. including myself.
0: Sure. So, yeah. um, okay, so we got to now address this. Last year you opened, as you said, like right before lockdown, you know, I, I got you on my radar um, right when it happened because tradition was making the headlines, you know, ABS, CBN, um, all the food blogs were posting you. And like my first reaction as a reader, I'm like, I'm like, who in the right mind, you know, it's like, we're in the middle <laughs> of this pandemic, right? So you're the you're this hottest new Philippine restaurant. And, it, it was two things. It was the timing of it that that struck me, but also the place. Yeah. Right. You're you're in Hell's Kitchen again. That's um that's like right above uh, right next to Times Square, mm. and and um I find I also personally find that to be a little um uh, a bit of like an uncommon spot for Filipino cuisine. Yes. I myself mm-hmm. lived in the East Village, yeah. um so so I know where the Filipino restaurants are gathered. Or obviously you have like Woodside as well. So. Why don't you uh, take us through kind of like the thinking in terms of both the location of of um, of tradition and also the timing of like being like oh crap there's this pandemic but we're going to open anyway. Actually there was not much thought
1: brought into it. It was kind of all fate. You know, uh, actually this 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 the location of because when we when we picked the location of tradition we were actually looking across the street from that. And then we we didn't really didn't really like the spot so we kind of looked at, we kind of went and ran around ran a block, you know, we're looking for a restaurant to eat. And then Joey, my partner, um, he was like, why don't we look at this spot? And then we found a spot, you know, um, it was perfect because it came with, a, it came with equipment. You know, we, we, it was, there's very, very little things to do. So it was perfect. And then, you know, move, and then we, as, as we started construction, you know, it was like, we already realized there's no Filipino restaurants around here hmm There's mm-hmm. zero, so it's perfect. We're the only cool. ones. There's no nice. co- there's no competition. <laughs> nice. You know, have been most, mostly in uh, in Hell's Kitchen. It's more. It's a lot more Thai food and Mexican and, ah. and Japanese and all that. But no Filipino restaurants. So and then I and then down the line, I realized I, I found out that the last Filipino restaurant that was put at, that was in Hell's Kitchen was 25 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you know, it all happened fate. You know, it was it was perfect.
0: I think actually, <laughs> you know? I think the closest um, "quote unquote" Filipino restaurant to you would be the the Jolly Bean in, in Portland, right? Right. Hey, I still <laughs> ordered from them. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. Order From them for lunchtime. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, okay, but but in terms of in terms of timing now, I ju- I just want to know how it even like played out on your end. It was kind of like, yay, we're gonna do a grand opening. Oh, oh crap, there's like this massive pandemic, or you didn't even know how massive. Maybe it would be, but the fact that well, you're going to be lockdown.
1: honest with you, to be honest with you, nobody really knew what what the pandemic was going to be like. I mean, it was all like, oh, we would just uh, uh, I, 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 until this until this day, I I still feel like I'm in a movie, you know. So like at that especially at that point when it was the early the early stages, like, uh, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a really optimistic guy. It's probably going to be not going to be that bad, you know, but. You know
0: well, I mean, what what, what we, were the what we are always, the restrictions yeah. what are the initial restrictions that you were immediately faced with they were going to be like okay there's gonna be like a lockdown we were, what, 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 did, what did that even entail take us back
1: uh, to, to be honest with you there was there was no real explanation with that you know we just just, just it was like oh we're just gonna lock down you know we, nobody knew when we were going to open who when what they were gonna open what what the rules were nobody nobody knew I my, myself Joey and bianca we, we made a decision like you know what we're in this anyway now, and there's a few, there's a few, there's a few restaurants and health Kitchen that are open. Why don't we open ourselves? Um, but the only thing that we needed to adjust was really to focus on delivery because nobody's going to come out to eat. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so on day, day one, because like we, because uh, no, typically when you open up a restaurant, especially I have the rest, all the restaurants that I put up in in my career here in New York, you know, you kind, you kind of roll into the delivery uh, program. True, true. So you don't do it right away.
0: Yeah. So, you do like a we, grand so, opening so, first. You so get you do all a the grand hype. opening,
1: you know, <laughs> you, you get all the hype and then yeah. you make sure, you know, every, you dot all the I's across uh, cross all the T's, dot all the I's, yeah. you know, and you don't really do it right away. Um, so um, we had no choice. We had to call Grubbub, all Dirt, dash, Seamless, all that. We need you guys today. That was the only thing that we needed to do. And uh, of course, like in all restaurants, especially in the pandemic, it took a while for it to, you know, to, to snowball, uh, to get to, to get where we're at. Uh, to, I think it may, if I'm not mistaken, it took maybe two to three months. And then uh, after that, um, uh, when I think right smack in the middle of summer, uh, what do you call it? The senior editor of Eater us uh, um uh, Aiden for the sun. And wrote a really awesome review. Nice. And after that, you know, it snowballed from there and that's where we are right now.
0: Awesome. So um okay, again I, I, I was able to uh visit you in person and have some of your food uh for the first time just two weeks ago. And like to me, to anyone passing by that spot for the first time now, uh, you could have sworn that almost the entire setup was like intentional. Like, you know, I wouldn't say I'll just say for now, pandemic proof rather. Um you're pretty it's a pretty <laughs> small setup, right? Pretty pretty like yeah. minimal, very, very, very small space. So like immediately I'm like, okay, you know, it's like, oh yeah, and then you saw all the Grubhub people outside, the seamless, Correct. you know, with their with their bikes. So I was like, okay, these guys were totally ready <laughs> for this pen and yes. and the, and the menu, it's just bowls, you know, it's like in these like biodegradable stuff. So kind of um um, how much of that was kind of like uh, luck. How much of that was already like thought of since since the beginning, and how much of that was like adapting?
1: It's pure luck, because <laughs> seriously, because I I I didn't I didn't really I didn't, I just wanted to do bowls because you know you know because because it was it was just less uh, less overhead. That's all that was all really thinking thinking about in the beginning, but it kind of just worked out, because now that you you do both, it's both are disposable, so you don't have to hire. You know, a dishwasher. So that's a that's a that's a less person. You have to worry about getting COVID. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, it's it's it's, it's kind of worked out. All, you know, all, you know, yeah, um, yeah. It's kind of, it's all kind of worked out to, to our advantage. Um, but you know, it's you know, it's it's, it's still a work in progress. Um, like like anything else. Sure.
0: Yeah. Especially since yeah. you know, it's only been well in in a few uh, weeks. It will have only been one year. So I guess my next question to you is. Um, what were some of the less the new lessons though that that you gleaned from the past few months of running it oh well, in terms of covid mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. there's a lot of the learned uh, there's
1: there's the uh, there's the part where you know you you really have to take things seriously you know it's it's not a joke it's it's you, you know it, you you need to take care of your staff you need to make sure that they're Properly geared up, you know, going home and coming and going back and forth in in their house because you know um, uh, it, we you just need to pay attention to all of that, you know. So this there's, there's you know it's, it's 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 easy to follow guidelines, but you know it's it's, it's very hard to implement, implement them. So that's those are those are the things that those are the things that you know i really care that I really uh, care about you know right
0: now. How how small is your staff? We're so, I got
1: Joey, my partner, myself, uh, Bianca, who was the executive chef. And then.
0: So, all the partners are boy. like working, right? All of you yeah. are like yeah. owners yeah, and workers. We're staff. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, sure. We have no choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have a choice, you know? So, <laughs> so, and then, so plus that, we have two dishwashers and three more cooks. And that's basically it.
0: Yeah. Nice and lean. Um. What's the situation looking like now? I had the pleasure of you know being in in your outdoors because so again for for our listeners out there you might have seen it uh, images floating around the internet but New York has started doing the street dining stuff. Um, I think the only place you've seen that here in Manila so far is like Rockwell. Um, but yeah, so all these restaurants you know just are just constructing with like. With just like wood, literally, just like these Correct. Uh, these like new it's spaces. So like four by four. Red yeah. and then and then like yeah. even even red right, red right in between the outdoor seating and your restaurant is the yeah. bike lane, so you have to watch out for the bikes yeah. uh, going past. But how, how long did you have that um, in place? And like, what's what's kind of like your daily operational ratio now of like people dining in? How much you rely on them versus delivery versus takeout and all that.
1: Well, uh, the, the, the first question about the, about the, the structures are uh, we, we, were really re, in the beginning of the, of the, the pandemic, nobody really knew what they wanted to do with their structures. You know, I, I, nobody was really trying to pimp out quote unquote, their structures. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, they were just, they were just, they were just trying to, everybody was trying to save money. Yeah. So it's was like, Oh, let's, let's do that. Let's get a four by four, you know, put some sack, put some, you know, sandbags and call called a day, you know? <laughs> But now, but now, as I see that uh, the the outdoor seating is getting more and more permanent. Oh man, I've seen I've seen like I've seen like uh, really quote yeah, unquote, again man. pimped out, Decked you know, out. structures <laughs> where where chandeliers, there's like a curtain. It's like, yeah. man, yeah. it's like I wish I lived there. You know what I mean? So that was, so it's 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 getting it's getting a lot better since because you know as 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 we all know that that's getting more permanent. Um, in terms of like. Would we rely rely upon more? We want to rely upon more on the walk-ins, so uh, because uh, you know, the third-party apps they take twenty percent. You know, and, and all all rest, all restaurant owners know that. Um, yes, but we don't have a choice. We don't really don't have a choice because they're the ones. I mean, they're the ones. because people, people don't really don't really want to go out. Please order through online so at the end of the day we get more orders um on like uh, through all the online orders not not the walk-ins except for the weekends the weekends we get more um Mm -hmm. walk-ins and dine-ins so that's a Mm -hmm. current situation
0: okay okay um well actually uh let's let's talk a little bit macro not just with tradition but what literally is happening right now in new york for the food and beverage industry i've i've heard rumors that um indoor dining should should be back so i mean what what is going on it's not on? a rumor it's
1: happening already it's, it's good it's, okay. no, indoor dining will be back up to 25 percent capacity on the, on the 14th of
0: february mm-hmm. yeah. it doesn't make too much so, of a difference for you guys though right
1: oh we're we're, we're gonna be we're gonna, we're gonna have more indoor dining Four, got gonna have four more seats inside.
0: <laughs> four, four people. You have to each
1: be four one person. Inside. Parties, Amazing. you all <laughs> take. But I'll take it. I'll take it right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, with with regards to that, um, is there again? You're turning you're turning one year soon. Are there any new things that that you're gonna start trying out? Right now,
1: I mean, the, the only thing we're really trying to. Focus on is, is uh, you know, introduce, you know, non Asians because a, a tradi- mm. tradi- tradition is very popular to Asians right now. But, but the, I think what we're trying to do right now is just to introduce a tradition to non Asians, um, just to get them in the door. Uh, it's very hard to get them in the door with the pandemic because they're, they're especially literally inside the door because of the pandemic. It's very hard to get them to do that right now um, and that's that's our goal right now it's just to just to it's a real Just to just to invite them you know just to, and through the food through through our hospitality whatever we whatever we can do because that's where it all yeah. starts
0: uh, like how would you even uh, go about that I'm sure you know it's it has things to do with like marketing and like press like yeah. how, what what attempt Joey how are you going Joe Joey, okay. if you're listening, that's your part, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. You know, we could help. You know, this maybe this Rappler podcast help, but no, yeah. that's just me helping yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's.
1: Yeah, that's. I will leave. I will leave that all out to my partner, man. I'll right. let, I'm. I'm just, I'm just gonna give them the ammo to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, yeah. um, again, like I said, like whether intentional or or not, when I think I get like a rice bowl, there's just like so much. Um, uh, there's so much value to that in, in these times you get a complete compact meal and i think that's what yeah. a, i feel like that's what a lot of people are looking for now right especially correct if yes. you're like quarantined correct. at home right and then you you know you want to have like a pretty balanced meal but you do, you know you don't want to cook everything and
1: yes correct um that's the that's why I, that's why i have a hard time introducing them to non-asians because for non-asians they don't really eat rice on a daily basis yeah, you know yeah. Yeah, which I'm which I'm trying to which I which I which I'm trying to get them to do so because how how do you think halal guys became popular? Right. It's all rice exactly. <laughs> so that's so, true. You know, so so I mean, and they they they've expanded all over the world. So you know, we're, I mean, we're we yeah. trying to get to that point. You know, same thing with Chinese food, same thing with Thai food. Yeah, you know? I mean noodles. Food. We're trying to get to that point. Yeah, noodles, like yeah, Americans, Americans are eating noodles, noodles now. Yeah. So, Correct. Yeah, Yeah. So that's you know I mean, I mean, we're trying to get to that point. That's where we're trying to get to that point. Awesome. We're trying to that's 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 the that's the frustration of every I think Filipino chef. We're trying to you know raise the the Filipino cuisine up to where, you know, the Chinese and the Thais and the Vietnamese even the Vietnamese are above us in terms of yeah like pop, popularity. You know? Tons so, of Vietnamese restaurants you know, over that's, there. That's that's where that's the frustration. You know, as we're trying to get them to do so.
0: Got you, got you. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're we're rounding up pretty nicely. I just have a couple more questions. Yeah. Um, one of Good. which is kind of um a lot of what we're talking about again is very particular to the pandemic. So I'm wondering are there any lessons that you got from this pandemic or like new uh new ways you've adapted that you know that you're going to continue uh for sure once the pandemic subsides.
1: Yes. Uh I mean if I can make it, make it through this pandemic then I could make it obviously <laughs> you know for sure. <laughs> so. Yeah. um that's which which obviously i mean we're actually right now i mean we're just trying to do what, we're, what we do on a daily basis uh, we make sure that the food is clean just sanitized the food is good uh we're all protected that, that that our customers are protected as well um that you know that their eating facilities are or that their dining facilities are always sanitized so you know just to, just to just do our part in a little, little corner of the world you know just to make things better um uh, from one one day at a time um um and hopefully, well, once we do our part, you know, we can wait it out and like, wait, 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 wait till the, the storm has passed. Um, and we can, and then, and then we can actually all, you know, uh, open up the doors and windows and actually celebrate all together after that. Yeah, you know, this is, so just, yeah <laughs> that's, 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 that's the only thing we're trying to do right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But that makes sense. I mean, like uh, across all industries, um, the pandemic has kind of like exposed a lot of things. Um, about the way we've we've done things in the past, so I I, I think what yeah. like you said earlier about like the sanitary standards, yeah, those yes. should definitely be maintained.
1: Yes, very very important about that. Yes,
0: um, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, any any other any other like next uh, new next steps and new plans for tradition to uh, for us to look forward to in twenty twenty one. Right now, I mean, they
1: were just then again because the summer is coming. Um, the plan mm. is to re- reduce more dine-in dishes. Um, look, look. Um, stay tuned for that. Um, I, awesome. posted, I posted some. I posted some of that on my feed uh, and on Tradition's feed also. Um, and we're looking to do more sit-down family-style dishes to bring in more people. Whole, like a whole crispy pata, or like whole right. fish, or stuff yeah. like that, or like maybe a whole, you know, dinosaur, you know, <laughs> uh, b- a beef. Uh, what do you call yeah. this? Um, uh, tajang, you know, stuff oh, okay, like that, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah so that's what we're trying to do so like just to bring in more people yeah. um yeah and that's 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 the only things that the only things that we're trying to do uh uh for now um just to do it step by step you awesome. know we getting, we're getting we're getting ready we're getting ready for the summer because summer is going to be busy
0: yeah dude yeah well well spring best and of, summer best of luck to you on that any last Thank you appreciate it of advice um for anyone, like uh, especially those listening who are looking to go into the food and beverage uh, business, even in spite of these, uh, you know, otherwise discouraging uh, times,
1: I would give. I'll really, you know, I'll make an honest piece of advice there. Um, if you really, really uh, have a passion for cooking and want to be like a chef or something, get into it for the first three, four years. You know, get your hands dirty. You know. Get, put your knees on knees on the floor, get down onto all fours and scrub floors, you know, do everything that needs to get done, uh, you know, as a chef, uh, to, to to make yourself a really solid cook. And after 4 years or 3 or 4 years, you still love it, then it's for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You know, I I have I've, I've and and also my, um my, my sister worked at, in the culinary industry for a bit too, so so I know how grueling it can be, like, you know, whiplash yeah. level. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it takes a certain kind of person, yeah. I guess, to, to be a chef. Yeah. Um, and that's Correct. where we have you.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got to be a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little.
0: Um, okay, perfect, yeah. man. We're going to wrap things up now the way we always do with our Play of the Week. We talked a lot about work. Now let's talk about play. Any fun activities okay. <laughs> or recommendations for our listeners to unwind from the busyness of business? What you got? Uh,
1: well, what I literally do like, like, um, like a lot of chefs is like, you know, I I pour myself a stiff drink. You know? Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. but no, but seriously, I really I really enjoy that. I like I like doing that on my days off. And but I also cook to relax on my days off. Hmm. You know, not not work cook, but like I, you know, I, I, just I make sure I make sure like you know I cook to relax. It's like something that I really enjoy doing. Like take my time to do it. You know, um, that's 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 how I. De- is there stress a difference the between weekend. the
0: dishes you you cook
1: at home? Oh yeah, at the at, I mean I I I don't cook Filipino here at home. I, it's Got it's always it's always it's always Southeast Asia. Like uh, my my number my number one my favorite cuisine in the world is is uh, is Singaporean cuisine. Peranakan uh, yeah. cuisine. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I, I make a I make a mean Hainanese chicken rice. You know, what I mean, nice, that's, dude. that's probably that's probably that's probably gonna be my, like, my death. my. I gotta try that next death. time. Yeah, that's probably, that yeah time. that's probably gonna be like my death dish. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. So so that that yeah, just you know, just unwind by cooking and, and, you, know, and just, you know, just you know, doing doing things that, that you were passionate about on the weekends. Yeah. I,
0: I like that because I guess I think you're our first guest to basically have their play of the week recommendation be the same thing they do, but, all, but just a different <laughs> angle of it. You know what I mean? Correct. Like a different yeah. perspective. Um, yeah. my, my play of the week, uh, is, is interesting. It's not something that I did on purpose, but it's just an observation I've been making the past few days. So I'm currently right now, if you, if you see my background, I'm in my mandatory, uh, a five day hotel quarantine. <laughs> Cause oh, I nice. just traveled. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I feel like I don't know if you know the movie Old Boy, but but I feel like that where where I'm just like I get like uh, I get meals brought to my room and stuff like that. It's kind of like being wow. <laughs> in a weird way being like in confinement. <laughs> How many more days? How
1: many more days? Do you um, I'm
0: I just concluded day four. I test tomorrow, okay. assuming that's negative, which I hope it is because the first test was negative. Um, then okay. I'm I'm free to go home, but then I have to stay home, uh, for a couple more days. But that's fine. Um, but but I guess what makes it kind of like fun and a, and a play of the week is, um, especially when I lived in New York, I, I spent a lot of my twenties uh, like living alone. I lived alone for a while, and it's something that this made me realize that that I miss a lot. It reminds me of like what my individual rhythm was, and Correct. I think I think that's important uh, for for people nowadays because it really teaches you to manage your time, you get your routine together. Uh, you have your your own space. You even make your own space out of uh, outside of work, and so I guess translating like imposed quarantine into an actual voluntary thing that people can do. Yeah. Um, I recommend taking a staycation. I think that's what you know what I mean.
1: We like, don't have a choice now. I'll probably yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean,
0: not like this experience right now. I'm like, yeah, I can totally do this, and and I have friends who're like, um, who have been able to depending on what kind of work you do. I, I don't think. This applies to you, Anton. But um, depending on how re- remote your work can be, I know some people who've who've gone to the beach for weeks, or, or who are living in the beach. They've rented out something. Yeah,
1: that's that's on that's on a different level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> working
0: like that. Yeah, but if you can't do yeah. that, I highly recommend the staycation of sorts. Even if if not even just to uh, kind of like support your local, you know, hotel or bed and breakfast. You know, you want to give them some business, um, and you might really. Uh, what it is is you might really learn some things about yourself that you you, you want to take back uh, take back awesome
1: home. yeah awesome man awesome.
0: alright cool. that's, that's it Anton uh, you mentioned you, some man. updates on your pages so any last plugs where can people uh, follow you and Tradition
1: well just follow us on Tradition NYC uh, yeah I'll just, look, just uh, you know stay tuned for any updates in terms of like the new dishes that are coming out yeah and that's all oh I'm coming out with a with a new uh, uh with a new sandwich for the for the Super Bowl this weekend. Oh, stay
0: tuned. Oh, Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm missing out on yeah. that too. That's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, Anton, thanks so much for joining me. I know it's late, but really appreciate yeah. it.
1: Great convo. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Thank you guys everybody. Thank you. And
0: thank you out there for listening. If you haven't already, please stay tuned to Hustle Inside the Industry on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, or wherever you find your podcasts In fact, please leave us a rating on the Apple Store. That that really helps us. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button.